This is the Illuminate Podcast, a Sandy Boy production. Each week on the Illuminate Podcast, the hosts will bring you insightful conversations and stories of people who are illuminating their own lives through their business, work, community, family, and world. Hey guys, welcome to the Illuminate Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Emily Reddington, and you're listening to episode seven. Today, I'm talking with Stacy Heine. Stacy is a holistic nutritionist. She and her husband own a farm and business called Green Growers. She teaches Pilates and she is a consultant for Beauty Counter. She is passionate about her work. She is what she called herself a serial entrepreneur for lifestyle wellness. We talk about her family farm and business, her plant-based lifestyle, her journey through infertility, and her future goals to serve her community through teaching plant-based wellness. Stacy mentions tons of resources about where to find research and information about living plant-based. So if you have been curious about a plant-based lifestyle, this episode is for you. I really enjoyed my conversation with Stacy. It left me encouraged and wanting to continue to eat my veggies, not only for myself, but for the world around me. I hope you enjoy this episode. Stacy, welcome to the Illuminate podcast. Thanks so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. So a friend of mine uses the elderberry syrup you guys make on your farm. And I clicked and was brought to your page. And I found so much positive, uh, uplifting and encouraging space, a space filled with so much knowledge and connecting with your body and with plants. And I just needed to talk to you. So (laughs) I'm so excited we can chat. That's me. (laughs) Can you start by introducing yourself and your family and just touch on the roles in which you find yourself in? I feel like you're involved in a lot. Yeah, um, that's it's so true. Um, I kind of I originally called myself a serial entrepreneur for better living um, Mm -hmm. because that's kind of really what I am. But um, I have a big passion for um, for educating people about lifestyle wellness. And that's really, that's really what I find joy in doing. So I am a holistic nutritionist. I um, educate people on their environmental toxins. And I really am passionate about helping uh, bring people into a, a, a better way of living And that involves so many different things, right? Mm -hmm. Um, It's not just a one-way street. So um, anyways, I am, I'm a mom of about a 27-month-old. Now, I don't know what the rules are on that, if he's two years old or how many months he is, but he's, (laughs) we have a two-year-old. My husband and I live in Noblesville, Indiana, and um, I grew up in Carmel. Um, My background is in exercise science. And, um, he, my husband works from home now. He does it work. He does, he's a computer, he's a computer guy. Um, and on the side, uh, my husband and I own a organic farm 
that we bought about five years ago. And we sell our organic produce at the farmer's markets. We, we share um, healthy plant-based foods. And that is kind of our other side to, um, of life. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that's about, that's, that's what we do. That's awesome. So tell me a little bit more about how you came to the spot of buying a farm and starting to grow yeah. organic vegetables. How did that happen? Was it a merging of passions? What, yeah. What was the journey there? So, so like I said, my, my background is, is an exercise science. I I've kind of always been just an active, healthy person, except for the fact, uh, you know, except growing up in high school, like I could definitely say that my habits weren't so healthy with Mm -hmm. all the fast food that I ate and all of that. But, um, I, um, I used to own a Pilates studio and, um, I sold that about two years ago. Now it's almost two years because I basically started pursuing about 10 years ago. Uh, let me kind of back up about Mm -hmm. 10 years ago. I went down the rabbit hole, if you will, of, (laughs) Mm -hmm. of healthy living. If just quoting that, um, that is, that's really where I started to wake up. Um, at that time I was a Pilates instructor. I was still in school. Um, I was working in a bakery. So Mm -hmm. all of these things kind of pulled together. I, I really have a passion for cooking. I have a passion for telling people how to make their body and teaching people. So mm-hmm. I owned the, I, I basically, um, I was teaching Pilates. I went down this rabbit hole. I read Alicia Silverstone's cookbook mm-hmm. or actually, well, it's a cookbook slash book called the kind diet. Okay. And that was in 2009. It. Okay. It woke me up. It woke me up to how we're treating our planet. It, it woke me up to, you know, what we're putting in our bodies, our environmental toxins. So I kind of just started diving in really deep about a decade ago and, um, switching over our lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband and I ended up building a house and, um, getting married and I ended up buying the studio. Um, I owned the studio for about six years, learned okay. that I really love entrepreneurship. I love teaching people, but I didn't like owning a brick and mortar. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I, um, I kind of stepped foot into another business that, you know, has a lot to do with environmental toxins as well. And what we're putting on our body. I, I, I learned in, in Alicia's book that, you know, what we're putting in our body is just as important as what we're putting on our body, how we're treating the planet. It's a whole multifaceted thing. So I, um, two years ago, then sold the studio we're here now. And it's just been a really, it's been a long, um, a long-term lifestyle change. My Mm -hmm. husband is insanely good with his hands. I told him that, you know, you're so good at fixing things. Like we, we love growing food. We were growing food at my, um, at my in-laws on their land for for years. And we got really good at it and we were doing it organically. And I was like, you know what, we should, we should look at buying some land. He always wanted to live in the country, but I'm, you know, I grew up in Carmel. I'm really not, I didn't want to live in the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we, we ended up finding a great place in Hamilton County. We, we bought a farm. We had intentions to grow organic herbs. Okay. Um, 
lavender in particular because it's such a healing herb mm-hmm. and that didn't really end up working because it's quite hard to grow lavender here. Mm-hmm. So we're like, we're going to grow, we're going to grow produce. We're going to see what happens. Maybe we can pay for, you know, the mortgage that's, that is the land. And mm-hmm. hopefully we're, we're going to live out there soon. So it's just kind of a culmination of my husband's strengths, my strengths, our passion. We want to have something else to do in life mm-hmm. um, that you know is bigger than just living the day to day. We really want to impact our local community. We want to help people live a healthier lifestyle in one way, shape, or form. And this, our farm and 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 what we sell with our green growers company is is a really good way to help people take that step there. I just am curious about what it looks like for you and your husband as a day-to-day thing. How much does he go out there? How much does he work? I'm just so, I just would like to create a picture. We have kind of a crazy life right now. Uh, My husband works a nine to five. He just recently started working from home. So, um, and with our toddler, we are working together to make it work. I, mm-hmm. I, like I said, am working from home now. I no longer own the studio. Mm-hmm. I have a, a large team of women that I'm working alongside with another company. And so I do that day to day. And then we weave in our green growers business. My husband goes out to the farm after he works his, his corporate job, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. So he goes out to the farm. Um, I might be going to the commercial kitchen and making elderberry syrup or um, our our almond butters that we sell at the market, or we, we might find a day that we can go together and ki- and knock that out. But it's kind of just every week we're like, all right, you what know, here we go. Done. Like, yeah. yeah, what needs to be done? How are we going to do it? Who's going to take Cohen to, you know, yeah. Montessori? Like, who's going to pick him up? So at this point, we're just kind of flying by the seat of our pants, but <laughs> I love it. I think that once we do live out on the farm, it will be a little bit easier for sure. Okay. So that's a goal to move out to the land that you bought and build there sure. and then, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Tell me a little bit about your products, elderberry syrup and the um, nut butters that you guys have and why you chose them. Like I said, kind of just health in general is such a journey and, um, I started learning a while back about how to keep ourselves well without necessarily having to use like over-the-counter medicines or even prescription medicines. Um, it's really all about just keeping ourselves well. Prevention is the best medicine, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, I learned about, I've, I've always been super passionate about herbs and different healing foods and different healing, you know, plants and elderberry syrup came across my radar about, I don't know, five years ago or something. And, uh, basically it's a super potent high in vitamin C, high in antioxidant berry that is clinically proven to help not only boost your immune system, but also even ward off viral and bacterial infections much faster than if you were to leave it untreated. Um, like four, you know, up to four days. So there's super, there's so many benefits to the elderberry plant in and of itself, but then you can actually make this healing syrup out of it with other beneficial herbs. So that's what we do. Um, You know, I put like rose hips in there and um, like marshmallow root, which helps break up cough. Like there's all, 
there's different purposes for every ingredient that we have in the syrup, but we use local raw honey and it's just a really, it's a great holistic um, and preventative solution for people who are wanting to stay well, especially during the flu season. Mm -hmm. And I knew that they sold it at like natural grocery stores and health food stores, but those are just full of, you know, table sugar and preservatives. So I wanted to make a solution for my family that was just cleaner. And I ended up sharing it with my friends and they're like, you know, you should really sell this. So I I added it to our farmer's market booth and the rest is history with that. But our almond butter, um, I I've been plant-based and our family has been for years and, um, almond butter is like a staple in our house. Okay. And, um, so we sell superfood almond butters as well. And superfood meaning, you know, there's different healing herbs and adaptogenic herbs that you can put in your foods or your smoothies mm-hmm. to help boost your immune system or, you know, to balance hormones. So we make a few different flavors of that and, and sell that as well alongside our produce. Wow. You guys are so busy just with that. Like, Oh, it- we're a little crazy. <laughs> yeah. Just with that portion and you both have other jobs. So, um, yeah. I think it's yeah. awesome that you're just diving in though. And you know, it's what you're passionate about. So you'll get there and mm-hmm. and the balance will come. Wow. But I, it seems as though as an entrepreneur, you kind of just have to go, um, and hope that things adapt. Yeah. We were, I, I was talking with a friend just a few days ago about that. And everybody's like, you know, I just have to find that work-life balance. I just have to find that work-life balance. And I I think that for in reality, I don't even know if that really exists. So I think what we're kind of striving for is finding work that fulfills us Mm -hmm. so that we feel balanced. Yes. Yes. I was just talking to somebody about that too. Were you? They were just saying that like their work is their hobby And so, and and not in the way of like, um, working is a hobby, but what they work for is what they care about. And so, you know, instead, and it's not the same for everybody, but, um, for them, they were saying that, you know, at, at nap time, I I, want to do this because it sounds fun to me. Not like, it's something I'm so Mm -hmm. passionate about that it's a, it's a hobby. It's a, it's a choice. It's also a job, but at, at times it can be a hobby as well. And it seems like when you line those two up, I mean, it's really a gift to be able to have that sort of choice to do that. So it really is a gift. It is an absolute gift. Yeah. And that's something that I decided a long time ago that I would, I would never, I would never work just for me and what fits my life. I would never work behind a desk. I would never work a nine to five. I knew that I had to find something that would fulfill me and make me happy. And Mm -hmm. that's so important. Yeah. And I think when you bring that happiness it, you know, improves everyone else's lives around you as well. It's not like fully, a, like it's not a selfish thing. It's a, it's going to create positivity or all around when you dig into that. I want to hear more about your plant-based journey. Um, it seems like you have a lot of passion for food. I love cooking and love food. And I just want to mm-hmm. hear about your journey about, I guess, being, being plant-based and you mentioned that you're a holistic nutritionist and what, what's involved in that and what kind of training you have done. I did see that you went to the physicians, the physicians committee yeah. geeked out over that. Cause I would have loved to just oh hear about gosh. that. So tell me a little bit about it your story. Is. And then I want to hear about your biggest takeaway yeah. from that conference. So 
I recently went to Washington, D.C. for the Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine, founded by Dr. Neil Barnard. Again, it all kind of started with me cracking open Alicia Silverstone's book called The Kind Diet. So everybody needs to get that book. Mm -hmm. But, uh, and also seeing some documentaries, really kind of, it was 10 years ago, um, Mm-hmm. It kind of started with animals, um, my love for animals. I absolutely adore animals. <laughs> and um, so I, I, I decided, you know, I was going to stop eating meat back then for just for the animal, for the animal reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, and shortly after that, I started feeling, actually, I started feeling not so good because I was not eating meat, but instead eating so much dairy because I was freaking out that I had to get so much protein, which Mm -hmm. is a total myth. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and we could go talk about that all day, but, um, so I was eating tons and tons of dairy, felt absolutely horrible, decided to give that up. And then all of a sudden my life completely changed and transformed. I had more energy that I had ever had in my life. You know, I was eating whole grains, nuts, seeds, legumes, fruits, vegetables. I just felt like I was on a completely different level of life and was like, gosh, this, this is amazing. So I started learning, you know, about the health benefits of eating a whole food plant-based diet and how not only is it keeping, you know, animals happy, Mm -hmm. um, and saving our planet, but Mm -hmm. keeping our bodies healthful, preventing disease, even able to reverse disease. So I kind of, I just kind of started building my education. I have um, a plant-based certification through eCornell, through my holistic nutrition certification is through ASPA. Also, I've taken through nutrition studies, their, their um, plant-based nutrition course. So all three of those are really great for people to look into. You know, I've just been building on to my knowledge over, over the years. And I, I definitely do. I have a passion for cooking, um, not only local foods, you know, that we can grab for the farmer's market and seasonal foods, but also just showing people that living, a living, a a vegan or a a plant-based lifestyle doesn't have to be something that is like taking anything away. It's actually, it's more about thinking about the abundance that you can add into your life. Um, Mm -hmm. the, the years you can add to your life, the different varieties of fruits and vegetables that you can eat instead of, um, I think a lot of people are so afraid that uh, it's more about a giving up lifestyle, but it's not, it's actually about, Oh, look what you can add in. Mm -hmm. There's so many things to add. Mm-hmm. and so much good to come from it. So I am absolutely passionate about helping people um, learn more about that. And, you know, maybe one day we'll build into, um, you know, cooking classes and stuff like that. That's what I would like to do. That's and so, so um, yeah, have a blog and all mm, that stuff. That'd be it's so a good. journey. So, okay. Mm-hmm. What was your biggest takeaway from the conference? The PC. Yeah. 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 So- I'm just curious. Um, oh, goodness gracious. I mean, I'm sure there was so much, but. On one of the nights, there was a six-course meal. And, of course, there was a little organic wine, so red wine, you know, polyphenols. Uh, but it was, the food was over the top, gourmet, incredible. And there were so many presenters there. And uh, one of one of the 
parts of that was a video of Bill Clinton getting up there and thanking the doctor that he worked with to reverse his his heart disease. Um, you know, I don't know if you guys remember when he was super ill and had a heart attack, but um, he was basically at that time put on a whole food plant-based diet and reversed his disease through wow. that diet. So that was insanely um, moving and incredibly exciting to see, you know, he's just an everyday person that was able to heal with plants. My biggest takeaway is actually not even, um, it's not even nutritionally uh, focused, uh, linked. It's yeah. actually that I was surrounded by a, a thousand other uh, doctors and pediatricians and nutritionists and dietitians, and they don't know what to do with their patients other than prescribe a medication to help them get better because they they have virtually no training mm -hmm. in nutrition. So that is where people like me and, and the and the dietitians and the nutritionists and you know the lifestyle wellness practitioners come in and we can really integrate ourselves into the even the medical field to help to help you know increase a patient's success without having to live a life on medication for the rest of their life. So that's awesome. That I... was my biggest takeaway. Um, the need for understand, understanding the power of what you put on your fork three times a day, because it's, it's huge. Yeah, it's needed. Yeah. Yeah. Really huge. So my husband um, has been vegan for, I don't know, two and a half, almost three years. And we mm -hmm. definitely went through a process. Uh, he had high cholesterol and he just chose that he really didn't want to be on a medication for the rest of his life. And I wouldn't say he is like a, I don't know. I don't want to say this like frou-frou, all natural, all, you know, that is not him. <laughs> he is just your, just a guy, just a guy. And he just yeah. didn't want to take yeah. a medicine and mm -hmm. he decided I'm done. I'm just done with, uh, animal products and I'm going to see if it works. And I think it was t two or three months. I forget. He, he would get his cholesterol checked often because there are a lot of free cholesterol screenings at um, mm -hmm. hospitals. They have them and often. And so he got it checked and within two or three months, it went from 200 to 130 and it, he'll never go back. He, even me not being on board right away, poking him about it. He was just like, I can't <laughs> argue with, with the results. Like I'm happy I feel fulfilled in my food and I don't have to take a medicine. I don't even have to worry about that cholesterol. It's not even the medicine. It's, you know, I, I, I know I'm healthier right now. Um, yes. and it was just, uh, really inspiring to watch him do that. But I will say from that experience, I've learned that for me, it takes baby steps. It takes a lot of space for me to change. It takes messing yes. up or not even messing up not calling it messing up, just saying, Hey, that's what I chose that day. Maybe I'll choose different tomorrow. Let's see how it makes me feel. Um, mm -hmm. and I, Progress I over perfection for sure. Yes. I mean, I think that what I've learned is the more you learn about eating plants, the harder mm -hmm. it is to choose the other choice, not because it's a wrong choice or you're bad or like any of those things. It's just, 
there's such a better choice in terms of your health that it's hard to like always argue. But now I am not a hundred percent vegan. So I'll put that out there, but I, I think I am <laughs> making choices. I'm probably, you know, 95%, 97% there. And I don't feel restricted. And that's big for me. I, I don't like feeling restricted. I don't know if you do, this is kind of a tangent, but I don't know if you've ever heard of the Enneagram, but uh, oh yeah, I am a seven. And so, I am too. oh yes. So you don't <laughs> give me rules. You don't limit my freedom. Nope. I'm <laughs> and I have an eight freaker. wing. I don't know if you know about that. <laughs> Sounds like you were too. I'm a seven with an eight wing. And so you don't tell me the box that I have to be in because I'll make my own box, <laughs> but that's right. That's right. <laughs> so it's just, I just have learned that it looks different for everybody and that's totally okay. I feel good that yes. um, I, the environment, is such a huge part of it too for me. Everyone has to find their why in terms of mm-hmm. choosing different choices. Uh, Absolutely. Where would you encourage somebody? I know you mentioned Alicia's book. Where else would you encourage somebody to start if they want to dive into maybe the actual health benefits and health reasons why somebody would choose a plant-based diet? I have my choices, but I'm curious what you really enjoy. I would definitely start listening to Mm -hmm. nutritionfacts.org, listening to Dr. Gregor, Dr. Michael Gregor's um, podcasts. I would um, hop on to nutritionstudies.org. I would look at the Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine um, website. Um, And I would also download an app called The Daily Dozen that Mm -hmm. basically you can follow every single day and um, it gives you little check boxes and um, uh, basically of the foods that you should eat to get all of the nutrition that you need on a whole food plant-based diet. And, um, you know, getting all the, yeah, yeah. It's a really, really helpful app. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a total you're right. It's a total journey. My husband is like 99% there. Never feel bad. I think it's the more plants that we can get into our body. Yes. Is the best. Yes. Is the best. You yeah. Know? Like what you're saying, like, think about it as adding the more plants I it's get, an the better. Inclusive. It's, yes, an inclusive it's inclusive lifestyle. It, it is, is not a exclusionary thing. It's not about what you have to take out. It's what you can add in. You can add energy. You can add you know, use years to your life, you can add, you know, a, abundance in, in happiness, not mm-hmm. only for the animals, but also for the planet. And it's just, you know, it's about like the energy that you're putting out there and what, what you're putting in, I think, uh, in your body, uh, exudes through you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. I have a question that goes along with that. Uh, tell me about high vibe foods and what you mean by that. Yeah. So I've used that hashtag multiple times. Um, that's, it's kind of what I was just saying. Really. I do believe a lot that the energy that we're putting into our body goes through us. So, uh, whether it be us buying uh, more local or, you know, actually putting our hands down on the plants, uh, and growing something ourselves, um, feeling connected to what we are, what we are eating, um, is kind of, to me, what makes food high vibe. It's also about, um, 
maybe exploring different herbs or different, you know, different teas or different um, remedies that come from the earth, such as elderberry syrup or, you know, just different like tinctures. Mm -hmm. But it's, it also has to do with, you know, the sourcing of your, of your food. Uh, It kind of has, it's a lot, it's a lot goes into that high vibe food. But Mm -hmm. um, I also think about the people I always try to, you know, grab for organic if I can, because it's not just about me and um, what I want to put into my body, but it's also about the people who are working to grow the food. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm always buying conventional or if I'm buying, you know, grains uh, that might be, you know, uh, have glyph- glyphosate or toxic chemicals used on them to, to be grown, that to me is not is not the best energy that I can put into mm-hmm. my body. I, I, I want to support the people. I don't want to, I don't want to be putting my dollars into an industry that I know could be making other people sick because they have to, you know, work on farms that are spraying mm. toxic sides on them. That's a really good point. I actually so, have never even thought yeah, about that. Um, yeah. What a kind way to eat thinking about yeah. others who are growing your food and the chemicals that they have to use in their jobs every day that goes past even just, you know, not eating animal products. That's eating for health of those growing the food. How do you see in your life food, food treated as medicine? And I don't want to make that jump in a, um, ignorant way. I do know I, you know, I'm a nurse. I, I do think there's a place for Western medicine, but absolutely. I think that there's a way to merge them as well. And how have you seen it act in your life as medicine? Yeah. And that is something that, you know, I actually just in my journey at this moment in my life, I am, I have to rely on Western medicine. I have hypothyroidism. And so I have to rely on a pharmaceutical at this point in time. um, Maybe, you know, in the future I won't, but it's, I do look at food as medicine because I have been able to decrease my prescription medication with foods that support my thyroid. And, you know, I went through, I went through infertility due to hypothyroidism. And I think, you know, a lot of it has to do with environmental toxins that, that have been put on my body day in and day out for years, you know, growing up without knowing before I knew better, um, to use safer products in my home and on my body mm-hmm. and, and putting, you know, cleaner foods in my body. I definitely believe in nurturing your body, not only with your exposure, what's going on outside of you, but what you're putting inside, you can absolutely keep your immune system lifted. You can, um, change your endocrine system with different foods that support your adrenals or, you know, support again, your thyroid, like for me, like, like sea vegetables and, um, you know, lots of fruit helps support my adrenal system. I have def I've decreased my, my thyroid medication through the foods that I eat. So I definitely know there's power in that you, I, I work with a holistic or I'm sorry, an integrative, you know, doctor mm-hmm. and, um, I, I, I seek out people who can help guide me ashwagandha. I don't know if you've ever heard of that or adaptogenic herbs. We mm-hmm. use adaptogenic herbs in our almond butter, okay. um, such as maca, like maca, you know, for people who have a really stressed, um, 
hormonal system, um, adding adaptogenic herbs, like there's different mushrooms. I don't know if you've heard of like the four sigmatic brand of mushroom blends. Um, Mm -hmm. there's just lots of different plants and, you know, even pharmaceuticals have been brought about and based off of plants. Mm -hmm. Um, that's where really it all started. So I do a lot of educating myself on, on how I can rely on what nature has given us to help heal. Yeah. I, you touched on growing your family. You know, it hasn't been probably the way you envision it happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know that it's not always the most fun topic to chat about. And I have had losses and experienced just a rough journey on motherhood as well. But I do know that there's so many people that are going through that currently um, are in those little valleys, big valleys. And I would just curious if you could share a little bit about your road through it and also what brought you healing um, during the journey and um, after the journey. And mm-hmm. you're still in it. I mean, I, I'm assuming you probably want more kids. Maybe you don't. I don't know. But um, <laughs> just curious. Yeah. 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 I went through and fertility. Um, and it's such a journey. It is such a journey. I mean, that's, that's all I can say. Yeah. And, um, I personally never experienced any losses, but, um, unt- like, unless somebody has to go through what, what infertility is, it is, it is so hard. It makes you, you know, feel like your body doesn't work. It's mm-hmm. super frustrating. I had to seek out a reproductive endor- endocrinologist who helped um, guide us through what I would need to do to um, to get pregnant. So we ended up having to go through IVF. Cohen was a miracle without getting into all the details that IVF is. Mm-hmm. Um, he was he was a little miracle oh. and. Um, it was, it was like two years of putting, having to take uh, progesterone. I don't even remember all the shots all I had to give myself, with my mm-hmm. hip and my stomach and all of the things, you know, that I had to take and all the hormonal shifts that my body went through. So there was a period of time where um, during my fertility treatments um, and to get me, to get my body like to the point where it needed to be to actually hold a pregnancy. I went, um, raw vegan and was just eating an abundance of fruits and vegetables to keep my, to keep my body. I felt, you know, overwhelmed with, with the pharmaceutical like hormones that I had to take. So Mm -hmm. I was trying to just support my body with food as much as I possibly could. And, um, I, I think and believe very much so that I felt better because of that, but it was still such a hard thing to go through. And it was, you know, I, I'm not sure what you, what your journey is, but, or if you understand the IVF process, but it was, I do, I do. I don't have infertility experience, um, just losses, but I also am a a NICU nurse. So I'm just in that space of reproductive stuff. Um, a lot and it's overwhelming how yes. literally just even the things you have to do, then you add in yeah. the emotional burden and weight of 
the situation. It's just, um, it's l- completely life-changing, I'm sure. It is. And, and it made me kind of go down, you know, I had a big support system. It, not, I mean, I guess I could say luckily, but I, I knew a lot of women that went through um, mm. what I had to go through. And then, you know, you start going down this, this thought process of, uh, well, was this because, you know, what kind of environmental toxins like made my body not work? Like what happened? Why, what did I do wrong? Mm. You know, what was it all of the, the, you know, fragrances that I was putting on my skin every day for like 20 years, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so you just kind of start thinking like what in the world caused this? Um, right. but well, I have a happier question. How yes. has being a mother changed you? Oh my gosh. Cohen is such a joy. We, I am so thankful for him. I'm also thankful, I think for the process that I had to go through and the delay in having him because it helped me get a little bit more knowledge under my belt about how I wanted to raise, you know, a child in the way that, that I want to. And he is just so fun. I absolutely adore him. He is, he is our, he is our light for sure. He keeps us going. So I don't think that Kyle and I, you know, do all the things we do if we didn't have Cohen here with us, knowing that, you know, this is all essentially for him and mm-hmm. for his future. Mm-hmm. So, oh, so, <laughs> amazing. so wonderful. Yeah. I want just to ask you one more thing and then we'll get to our podcast questions at the end. How can you empower others to take control of their health through the access to plants that we already have? Wow. Or what is your goals in empowering others? Because I do know I can hear that this is something that you're passionate about. What are your, your plans to help others in that way? Well, I think that, um, I personally think that people, that if I can make living and transitioning to a whole food, a whole food plant-based lifestyle as simple as possible, that is what I want to do. I honestly think that even meal prepping is Mm -hmm. a little bit overwhelming for people. Mm -hmm. So my ultimate goal is to, um, help people understand that everything doesn't have to look picture perfect Mm -hmm. and there doesn't have to be a, uh, really long drawn out recipe, although recipes are incredibly fun Mm -hmm. and I love sharing recipes, but food it at its purest will eventually taste the best. If you just start taking those steps to taking out the processed foods, getting your taste buds to transition to what nature provides for us, like right off the tree, just the Mm -hmm. apple, just the mango, just alone and enjoying those foods and understanding how it's nourishing you on a cellular level and keeping your body healthy for the long term. Mm-hmm. That is my ultimate goal. So I just really want, I want to give people tools to understand that this does not have to be a complicated lifestyle. It is not taking anything away. It's more about adding um, fun, new flavors and um, experiencing food at a whole different level by mm-hmm. just you know, connecting more, maybe growing, growing their own food, more getting connected with local and that, that it's fun. Food is incredibly. Awesome. Okay. So our end of the podcast questions, what is one cause person or thing that you would like to illuminate and share with our listeners? My light that I want to shine on is, is an app that you can actually download on your phone and it's called the environmental working group app. Okay. And that is 
it's a healthy living app and um, it kind of pulls together lifestyle wellness to me in a really easy way. And it, it helps you understand that what you're using in your home and on your body and what you're eating can all be, you can find safer solutions on that app right okay. there at your fingertips. So I think it's incredibly helpful as a resource and that everybody needs to download it. It will tell you the dirty dozen um, as far as like the dirtiest produce that you want to definitely buy organic. It will tell you the clean 15, the produce that you can get away with buying conventional because it's not sprayed. Mm -hmm. It will tell you, you know, fragrances in your home. You want to get rid of those. Here's some safer personal care products. Mm -hmm. Also some safer cleaning options uh, so that you're not breathing in toxic chemicals. Awesome. So I think that's a super helpful tool. I don't have that. I need to get it. Oh, I looked on their website, but I didn't know they had an app. That's awesome. Absolutely. It's great. Yes. Okay. Our podcast was formed out of a supper club. So we really all love food. Can you mm -hmm. share with us one of your favorite recipes? It can be simple. It can be a snack. It can be complicated and we'll just share it uh, with our mm -hmm. listeners. You don't have to like tell us everything in it. We'll just share the yes. information later. Um, I at the farmer's market used to sell cashew queso cheese mm. and I could not keep up with it. So had to stop selling it this year. Sadly, it was such a labor of love, but it was such a passion. Mm -hmm. And I just really wanted people to not eat dairy and to eat, eat this plant-based cheese instead. So it was inspired by Angela Lydon okay. in her book called Oh, She Glows. Yes. And, um, it is, I think it's called like baked cheese quesadilla dip or queso dip and not quesadilla, but queso dip. And you can find that by Googling it, Angela Lydon or Angela Lydon warm nacho dip is what she calls it. That's what it is. It's warm nacho dip. Yeah. It is so good. You have to make it today. I wish <laughs> I could. <laughs> oh yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, I will make it soon. I've made one cheese nacho type dip, but I hasn't it wasn't cashew based. It was like potato based. It was amazing. It was so okay. good. Um but I haven't done a cashew nacho cheese. I'm down for it. I will make it this oh week. Oh my gosh, going it is, on the meal plan. It is so good. And you can make it in advance in in a lot like you can since it's bakeable, you can make it and put it in some glass containers ah. and then put it in your like thought out and then bake it on the day of. So I will make it in large batches. And then if we have like people over, mm -hmm. I'll just pop it out, thaw it and put it in the oven. And then for the people who are, um, you know, have an allergy to nuts, you mm. can always use sunflower seeds instead. And it okay. tastes delicious. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I mm -hmm. guess I'm going to venture off of this real quick. What's your, what's your take on hosting when you serve plant-based foods? I think that I, I love to host. Uh -huh. Um, and so we do have people over often and I usually just get something for them, but I, I, I don't want to scare anybody away by saying, Oh, well, we don't have any meat here. I'm sorry. You're going to have to have this plant-based. Oh yeah. Um, no. I'm not, I'm not brave enough yet. I haven't crossed that barrier. Oh. I just go buy something for them. Cause I feel like, Oh, I want them no. to be satisfied and happy. What's your like take on it? How do you do it? <laughs> 
for me, it is so very exciting to to just make a whole plant-based spread in particular, like my family, because I feel so comfortable with them Mm -hmm. and they, you know, they all know this is our lifestyle. They come over definitely expecting everything's going to be plant-based, but they leave feeling so satisfied and so full and like, they're not missing a thing. And that is really what lights me up inside when people can understand how satisfied they can be eating a whole food plant-based diet. So if people need good recipes, grab Angela Lydon's book. Oh, she glows. She has so many good recipes for entertaining and just casseroles and all the things mm-hmm. to really satisfy people take people's taste buds. And um, I mean, you can feel completely full. So it's not even about, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. We don't have this. It's more like, look at this. It is going to be so good. You're going to love it. Oh yeah, so, totally. That's a great way to uh, look at it. I have full confidence that people are going to be satisfied. And actually it's funny you bring that up because I'm having my, I'm hosting and holding my first overnight retreat in a few months and it's going to be three meals and all of them are definitely going to be plant-based. And uh, so it's going to be interesting. And I think it'll be really fun for people to understand and explore new, new ways of eating. Awesome. I love that. Okay, if mm-hmm. you could choose, if you could choose, what would your message be for the world? It is to be kind, bring peace, and never stop learning. Thanks, Stacy. That was so fun. If you would like to learn more about Green Growers, Stacy's Farm, you can find them at greengrowers.farm. You can check out Stacy's Instagram at The Urban Pharmacy. It has a little bit of a tricky spelling, so look at it in our show notes. And she's on Facebook at Stacy Heine Living. To learn about The Illuminate Podcast, go to theilluminatepodcast.com or find us on Instagram at The Illuminate Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, we would be happy to accept a rating and review wherever you are listening to our podcast. Thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you next week.